0: Welcome back to the show. There's no telling where we'll go, so come and share a laugh on the Imp and Skiz podcast.
1: We're talking about the art of conversation today, which is, um, it, it's it, w- how can that be a podcast, right? And I think that I think that a lot of people take uh, the concept of conversation to be just so like what well, it's a word, it's two people talking. But I think when you dive into what it actually is. And all the different, um, you know, there's there's pitfalls in conversation. There's misinterpretations. Yeah. There's stuff like that. There's proper ways to move forward and all that. Uh, but when it comes down to, let's just start with a baseline definition. What is conversation? You want to start or you want me to start?
0: I'll start because I'm sure you're going to have a much better definition. No, but, I don't know. About. I mean, if you look at it, surface level conversation is, you know, as individuals, we all have our own ideas, our own thoughts. And we just want to convey those in a way whether it's verbal or, or whether it's through some other kind of medium that we can that we can actually get our, our thoughts out, mm-hmm. right? And we want to have somebody listen to that and interpret it and understand us and then at the same time be willing to grow our understanding and And that's where conversation is the two-way street, right? If, if you're willing to engage in a conversation, that means not only are you delivering your thoughts, but you're wanting the person to interpret that and then also give their thoughts on what, you, what they thought about what you just said or, or delivered in, yeah. the, in the communication. So to me, that's that's what it is. It's just wanting to be understood, I mm-hmm. think.
1: I can dig it. I can dig that. And I think that my definition is very similar. Um, I've always seen conversation as the ability to build a conduit from one mind to another, right? Yeah. I think X about something. Now I want, I don't necessarily need you to think X about this. I just, I just, I need you to understand that I do, or, or this is how I feel about it. And right. at the same time, I, I, and I, I think conversation is, is a two-way thing. So I, I also want to know, yeah. well, you know, what are your thoughts about this? But the premise being that since we, I mean, I try, try, try to think about life before conversation. And then when I mean before, I mean, oh, you do, oh. like, like can you imagine, and I've talked about this before where imagine being like, literally no words we were talking about no words are have been created yet. There's just grunts and stuff. And you mm-hmm. can only express whether you like something or you dislike something. And chances are the dislike was a lot clearer, right? There there's probably yelling and hitting and stuff like that. And, you know, you fast forward obviously a very long time and you get yourself into a space to where uh, words have made their way into the mix to convey certain types of emotions and feelings that, you can't, we're not even mastering today. You think of somebody who, by the way, I'm not bilingual, but I'll tell you right now, why do I covet that skill? Yeah, the people bilingual, trilingual, that stuff is so impressive to me. And those people who do that, you see them often say, well, this language doesn't actually have a translation for that. And I've always found that very interesting. Yeah. They don't, they don't, you, you explain what that word, or they know what it is because they speak both languages. We're like, well, it doesn't, this language doesn't actually have an interpretation, but we would probably try to sort of maybe say it like this. And and when you hear moments like that, you realize we're still developing words. We're still trying to find ways um, to properly uh, communicate and and converse with with one another, yeah. right? But in doing so, we have to be at peace with the fact that there's going to be there's going to be some pitfalls. There's going to be mm-hmm. some moments where we converse very poorly. Um, and that's why, that's why I like this topic because the art, I love conversation, really good conversation and the art of conversation. I think I can genuinely um, help a lot, like guide a lot of people in regards to this is how you should approach what it is to listen. This is how you should approach what it is to speak. You yeah. know, I don't what, tell me what, what is it you would like people to walk away with on this
0: one? I think, I think, um, well, first of all, what comes to mind is the fact that, that people are maybe listening to this podcast right now it's all about communication right they're they're tuning in to you and I having communication for you know this entire podcast. it's yeah. our back and forth. it's our our getting out our thoughts to each other and bouncing back and, and forth and kind of like um you know understanding each other and where we're coming from and, and getting that out and just letting people kind of listen in on our our conversation. so but as far as what I think i, I would really like people to walk away with today is communication's tough. Right? Doing it properly and not a, you know, no one's perfect at it. Like you said, we, some languages don't even have all the right words yet developed. And what are some things people can do to better converse and better understand each other and um, get along, get along better? Because Mm. I think the world needs that right now. Yeah. The ability to uh, have a conversation with somebody, especially in the realm where you may not agree. Yes. And realize, that you can communicate, you can have your thoughts, another person can have their thoughts. They don't have to be aligned yes. to still get along yes. and understand yeah. each other. And so if we can get into some of that, I'd love Ooh, to do that That's today. a great, that's great. What a great one, man. Cause like I said, I was
1: hoping to, cause some people have a, they struggle a little bit with conversation, right? And that's okay. Some people have a little bit of anxiety when they're speaking to strangers or maybe not even strangers, right? Yeah. You've seen uh, people cannot interview. I, I, you know, some people can't do it and some people can interview really well. And that's what I'm kind of hoping to do here is give people a uh, kind of a skill set on, on what it is on what the art of conversation is. But I think what you just hit on there is, is huge is that there's kind of a bigger picture here is that mm-hmm. we do find ourselves. Um, I would say, I mean, I, there's a lot of division in the world right now. I think yeah. that most people would agree with that. And, and I also would venture that division has always been there. It's, and that's an unfortunate Fact of the matter, and I think that the uh, the inability for us to not necessarily see eye to eye, but but properly have a conversation, is because the intention of conversation has gone askew. And what I mean by that is, I've talked about this before um, in other avenues. But unless you're a lawyer or you're on the debate team, stop conversing to win. Stop (laughs) doing it right. And and I'm 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 willing to bet many people just said, amen, because they're aware of people that do that. Right. Yeah. And, and and also keep in mind, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you might be that person. And <laughs> what I mean by this is like I said, there, there is um, a time and place for debate. It's, it's, it's in a courtroom or it's, or it's going to be your auction a, on a debate team. But if you're actually having a conversation and it's okay to want to prove your side, I mean, I, I can dig that, mm-hmm. but if the intention of the conversation uh, it suddenly becomes winning the conversation i don't think you're doing it right because yeah. what you're going to end up doing is shutting yourself off to a very real opportunity to learn something right. right so uh you i'm really confident we're not gonna talk about you know politics in this podcast that's not really my gig and i don't presume to be uh, an authority on that at all i say that a lot and especially yeah. with politics i'm not you know in the realm there but i have a good friend of mine and from a, a political standpoint we're we're very different we're very different but it's Never us trying to beat the other person. It actually is a really good moment where we just have conversation as to I'm like I think that that pro that approach has its detriment, and here's why. Mm-hmm. And when I do that, he listens, and when he gives his I'll be honest with you, man. He's from a political standpoint, we're not we're not eye to eye, but he's given some points where I'm like I don't see it working out that way, but it makes perfect sense why you would think it, and yeah. you might. And I say this, I'm like, and you might be right. I might be wrong here. So what ends up happening is in that moment, we're both exercising a great degree of humility because we're both not trying to beat the other person. We're both just trying to learn from the other person. And at the same time, maybe we can impart a a little knowledge of our own into them as something, a set of optics that they have never exercised before. And so we find ourselves in this playground of just talking and just being human because we both drop that baggage of trying to beat the other person.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's extreme power in being open-minded when you converse with somebody. Oh yeah. Right. Because if you think about it, you've, you've had, your perspective shaped in one way or another by all sorts of different things in life. The information that you've been fed or gathered on your own, um, your upbringing, whatever, culture, there's lots of things that go into shaping somebody's perspective on in, in all their thoughts, right? And so when you're conversing with somebody, there's there's bound to be, a, a, a they're not going to have the same thoughts as you most of the time. More often than not, they're not going to, even you and I, yeah. who have been best friends for over 20 years, Disagree on a lot of stuff, oh, yeah. no, <laughs> right? Yeah. And you would think, oh, we should have similar perspectives because we're, we've both worked the same jobs together. We've we've content creators went to high school together, all this stuff. No, we've had so many different things in our life shape our perspectives differently, and information that that we've each individually sought out and gathered that when we come together, we have different perspectives. And the idea is that if you can open your mind, and then uh, allow yourself to understand what shaped that person's perspective mm-hmm. then you gain a new perspective yep right yep. and and you all of a sudden things start to click right it's it's trying to allow yourself to understand that people will interpret things differently and then understand why mm-hmm. right and that that why is very very important too because if you can really get on that level with somebody you can make a deeper connection where Who cares who won? Because you both did. Yeah. You both just learned something, even if it's just about each other and not about some piece of information that somebody gathered on their own. Yeah. You know, but it's too often now. And like you said, like the world needs more of of this too often. Now people put up their barriers to where it's just like, I have formed this opinion on X, Y, Z. And if the person I'm talking to does not agree with me, I will fight them to death (laughs) until they agree. And that is definitely not the way to go because chances are neither one of you are going to be right with whatever you're debating about or, or, or conversing about in this case, um, because we don't know everything, No, right? We are humans. We are not flawless, even though I like to poke fun at that. Um, <laughs> we, we all have our flaws and we're all going to misinterpret or get misinformed or somehow have our perspectives shaped differently to where we're not going to have the full picture I think ever, yeah, you know, and I think we need to be open to understanding that like you're never, you're never going to know if you're right. Yeah. You know, you, so you need to allow yourself to understand I might not be. Yes. So don't fight to the core.
1: That's right. (laughs) Yeah. And, and there's so, there's so much, um, tranquility in this phrase. I don't know. And that's the other thing is that for some reason, along the way, people have become, uh, very, very fearful of not understanding or not knowing something or not being the expert in the room or being called out for not being the expert or being called out for not even being on the same page as everybody. It's there's so much freedom in saying, I don't know. And mm-hmm. and and on top of that, there's so much danger in not admitting when you don't know something. Yeah. Right. And you I mean,
0: used to get on me like crazy because yes. I was in that space. Uh, and maybe I still fall into those, those times where I, I, I do forget that it's okay to, to say, I don't know but you, you were really good at calling me out when I was bad about this. Like I really always wanted to be right about everything. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I wanted to have the information and and I would say, you know, I would just BS my way to an answer. And then you would find out that I had just fed you BS and <laughs> you call me out. You're like, why did you tell me this? If you didn't know for sure. Yeah. And, and I'm like, well, I had to give you some kind of answer. And you were like, just say, I don't know. <laughs> yes, I know. Like, that's so much less destructive than yes. you're giving me wrong information. Yes. So
1: much less yeah. destructive because so many so many things happen in that moment, right? And and and, and for the record, it's it, there is such a thing as being very confident that, oh, I I really, really thought I was right about this. You know what I mean? And that, that stuff's going to happen. But uh, those moments where people are around 70% sure, but they strut like they're at 100% and they are the yeah. authority. Those are the moments I'm talking about, right? And you're right because you couldn't, handle the idea of not being my go-to guy mm-hmm. you gave me some bs answer and i went with it and i spun my wheels and and it, whatever happened and then i came back and this whole conversation took place but the the problem is that it's twofold i wasted my time and you lost credibility yeah like that though that, that's not good when in reality if you had said actually i don't know then I, not only would i not have not wasted my time but my respect would have found a way to even go up you know what i mean like even higher and, and that's the and i've had there was a we won't say names but there was a guy we used to work with we called him the tap dancer okay and so you know who i'm talking about this this guy's he he turned the whole uh false um authority into an art he was a bs bob ross right this guy was (laughs) bob ross a very famous painter if you know what i'm talking about this guy was an absolute artist of what it was to fool people and which i found weird because Um, I have a really good radar for that. I didn't with you because I'd never had to worry about it before. That was a shocking one to me. Right. Uh, but this was this guy wasn't, I mean, he turned into an art, but every, somehow everybody still knew, Right. And there was a time where I asked him a question on something that he should have not, I shouldn't say should have had the answer for, but his particular role, that's who you would ask. And he did his, he did his dancing. And I asked him the same question because like, he did not answer my question. And he did his more dancing. He changed his words around. And I answered and I asked the same question. I asked the same question, same word, same inflection. And he knew what I was doing. And he finally went, I, I don't know. And I said, That's all you had to say, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, and, it's like, and I said, That's totally fine. If I happen to find the answer, I'll share it with you. If you come across it, let me know. That's all you had to say. Yeah. And, and, and it was one of those things where I was like, Do you, and do you see how we're fine and you're fine? Like, it's okay. <laughs> it's so dangerous to presume that you just have the answer because it, it, it really is it ties back to that original pitfall of, of winning of being right, like making mm-hmm. it about being right or whatever. When in reality conversation should legitimately be about getting my thoughts and feelings into your mind. It doesn't mean that you have to consume them or adopt them. It does mean that, you know what I'm trying to say, yeah. you know, and, and I want to do the same. I want to do the same with, and when people do that, you'll realize the conversations themselves become very, very rich at that point. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, it's very it's very powerful to have these conversations when you really don't agree, and you can just gain understanding. Uh, like you get to that point to where like like I can't believe you think that. I need to change your mind, and you go from that to understanding. Oh, actually, I see why you think that. Mm-hmm. I still don't agree with it, yeah. but I can see how you got there. Like yeah. you were saying with you and your buddy, as far as politics go, yeah. Um, and that that's powerful in itself because then. Now you understand that we're all human, right, yeah. and we can just allow ourselves to make connections, understand each other, and understand it's okay to have differences yeah right and and that's that's a big thing I think right now, especially in social media because we talk about how conversation changes when you and I are in person, we have so much more that we can bounce off of I can tell by your by your face you're moving and and your eye contact and and all that stuff, inflection, all this stuff is present when you're in person. But nowadays, more conversation, I'm doing air quotes, happens online in, in text form, yep. social media. Yeah. And so there's there's <clears throat> none of that. There's none of that inflection, no, no, no facial movements happening that are gonna give you an indication. Oh, that person, you know, they've they've actually have a new like language. My my daughter was just <laughs> informing me of this because I was like, somebody. Did a slash SRS on a tweet that they sent me. What does that mean? And she's like, oh, there's this whole uh, emotion language now that people are attacking on Mm -hmm. to their messages. And so slash SRS means seriously. Yeah. Like I'm serious. And I'm like, Oh, okay. So now not only like the, because the words themselves aren't going to give you the context, like the, the emotion behind it. Now we actually have to tag it. yeah, Right. So now we're, we're, but that's learning, right? We, this is new. And now I have to go learn this new alphabet soup thing of what (laughs) everything means, yeah, you know? And so, you know, I had to wiki it and I'm like, Oh, there's so many things here, you know, now I got to memorize, but you lose all that. And so I think what happens when you lose that ability to like properly communicate and you're doing it on social media, guess what happens? Fighting breaks out, yep, right? And yep. all of a sudden it's this this storm of negativity and people going at each other. And what's really happening is everybody's got their opinion and and they're not allowing somebody else's opinion.
1: Right. right? Well, those moments tend to, um, in my opinion, those moments tend to attract the type of people whose objective in conversation is to win? That's a, that's yeah. all they want to do, right? And that and that's why it gets so nasty so so fast because to to win the, a battle has to ensue, and it, so all it all it is is a bunch of people that subscribe to I just want to win, and so think of a big boxing ring with fifty people in it, and they all went in there to punch somebody. It's going to be a complete madness, yeah. and you're not going to get anywhere. Like it's that, that's that's what I'm talking about, right? It just sinks in, and you you bring up a good. A really interesting point you know with with text and, and with the emotes is texting is not conversation right we know this like you you said you said it perfectly you can't there's no inflection in texting um you can definitely interpret it the, the wrong way uh, it doesn't mean that you can't convey simple surface level points or whatever um, but have you ever notice if you ever if text is your only option, um, For whatever reason, you can't t- talk to the person. Text is the only option and you want to convey something seriously. What ends up happening is you end up leaving them a 500-word essay, yeah. right? Because you're like, I really want this to come out properly. And and you realize you're not there to touch their shoulder. You're not there to have inflection or pause. You can't really dictate a cadence in text. And so now I just, okay. And, and you type this, and then I think maybe this, and I by this I'm not saying this, you know. Yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. And you end up going
0: your asterisk every yes sentence you you do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you end
1: up doing that, and so I think that's where the like you said, the emotes came into play because we realized along the journey of, okay, now we have this technology where I can send you a text message like this, but I'm not really getting my feelings across. Can we just get, let's get a smiley face or something. I'm really happy about what you just said or what I said. Oh, you know, we're going to need some crying. And now even the emotes are losing their way. Right. And by that is there's people out there who think that, you know, like somebody gets bad news and they send back a crying emote. It's like, no, that's, that emote's actually crying with laughter. You know what I mean? So it's like you're using that wrong. Or my understanding is there's one that's like, it really looks like the the prayer position with the, you know, your fingertips together, and like you're praying. Uh, And so somebody get. but I saw a thing, I don't know how true it is, but it really does look like it's true is that people are using like something horrible happened to somebody and they, okay, I'm praying for you. But you look, it's actually two people high-fiving. So it's really? like, yeah, and I, here's the no. deal. I actually don't know if it is, but if you look again, I think it is. I think it's actually two no, people. No, I, <laughs> no, I think. Well, the I don't I, know. It might the be. What I
0: use, I'm pretty sure if you hover over it or whatever, mm-hmm. it says praying, but I. oh, well, maybe it does. I use that all the time, not to, not to say pray for something. Right. I use it as like, thank you. You yeah, know what I mean? Course. Like I do this all the time. Like, oh, thank you for. Whatever, like, and I show appreciation. Yeah. And oh, so, with
1: with this. With yeah, the, emote? the two hands together. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong, but I have to look into that. So, so
0: I have a, I have an actual problem when it comes to emotes, though. Like, <laughs> I I can't type a sentence on Twitter or whatever with that doesn't end in an emote. Like, and, I have an actual addiction. And nine nine times
1: out of ten, <laughs> it's the wink emote. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's your go-to. Yeah, exactly my
0: go-to. <laughs> but yeah, so I've noticed that I'm like, I can't. I got to stop sending emotes for every single yeah. message I send. Yeah, I can't do it.
1: But, you know, and I I really lean into the whole winning the argument thing and, and dropping that baggage because if you want to look at winning and losing as in I'm right, you're wrong, fine, do, do you know, you do you or whatever, but you're going to realize on how um, much that's going to stifle proper conversation. But yeah. maybe go in with this set here is that look, it's look for opportunities during a conversation to genuinely identify with the other person or the other people. Conversation could be between more than two people. Uh, Look for an opportunity to genuinely identify with them and genuinely see where they're coming from. Not, not textbook, not do it to check a box. Like, well, I can see where you're coming from. Really try to get in there, put your feet in Mm -hmm. their shoes and understand their background. It's to the best of your ability. Understand where, what, what they're thinking of the situation, understand what they're hearing from you versus what you think you're sending, right? And mm-hmm. like take all those moments and you'll realize a lot of those, the, the conversation has this tendency to crystallize. And as soon as you give up and surrender all the baggage and what's more is if you're going to be, if you end up being wrong, let's just say, let's just say you, they actually did get to a point to where whatever point they're trying to make, they, they better illustrated it or whatever you want to call it. Those are great moments. Those, though, I love, I love, I like uh, the you feeling do. of being, most people don't like that. Most
0: people don't like that. Like, because like, it puts you in that vulnerable spot of having to admit, even if only to yourself, yeah. that that you were capable of being wrong. Yeah. And, and so a lot of people associate that with being a failure. Yeah. Right. And drop if, it. Yeah. If you're able to drop that, like that, that can be so enlightening. Yes. To, to, yes. To go, I mean, imagine going into a conversation where you're a hundred percent, hundred percent convinced what you're about to say is right. And you know that that person doesn't think that way. And and you're by the end of the conversation, you're going to convince them that's, that's that, that battle right ensues. And then suddenly along the way you open your mind a little bit, you hear what they're saying because conversation is not just speaking. Right. Right. It's It's also listening. And that's the part that most people fail at myself included. (laughs) So you actually open your mind, you listen, and then you, You start to interpret that information in a different way, and then you suddenly realize, oh, maybe all the things that I thought aren't actually correct, and you allow yourself to take that in. That puts yourself in a very vulnerable space. But if you're okay with it and you allow yourself to be okay with it, you just got 10 times smarter. Oh, yes. You dropped the walls, right? Those walls were blocking you from gaining information that could help you through life. I'm clapping.
1: Um, that, that was really well put. Those walls are blocking you from gaining information. Yeah, yeah. Those those, those walls. You're, the walls are meant to keep something out, and sometimes the thing you're keeping out is beneficial. Right. You're you're right. You put those walls up, it closes you up, and that's why we see the divide that we see because people lock themselves into their own ideologies. They they just they set their feet in cement, and this is. Uh, and then this is where I'm at. You can't touch me. You can't, you can't budge me. It's like, okay, that's a very lonely place. First of all, i just pump the brakes for a second. All your thoughts and all your beliefs, you might be right. You might, but I'm, I'm saying might. And I'm also going to mm-hmm. say you're probably not because if you are this closed off, then your palate that you've exposed yourself to is exactly. very Ourself limited. As well. yeah. yeah, and and the chances are the only people you will associate yourself with are people who think exactly like exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah. So, bravo. Yeah. Keep keep clapping each other on the back over and over again and pounding your fists in agreement. Enjoy your tunnel. Yeah, you're not exactly. Yeah, <laughs> not, yeah. Enjoy that. That's you're going to be. Uh, that's a lonely place. And yeah. when I'm wrong about stuff, um, I I it's like I said, I I enjoy those moments. Uh, of course, there's a degree of of humility there, but yeah. in those moments, I'm like, ah. Oh, like you know, one of those moments. I'll, I'll. Somebody will make a point that is just very, very good, and I'll always, I'll always look up in the air and I'll go, ah, oh, hold on. And I'll, I'll, sometimes I'll put my hand up to him. I'll say, hold on, let me, let me process that. And I, and it just, just starts to make more sense to me. And the next thing I know, I have this whole new like, like book of wisdom that I got from this person because I shut up for a second and just listened to what they had to say. Yeah. And it was just this great moment. And now, now I get to take that. And it's, it's more in my toolbox. It's not a I, I, I didn't come out of the womb being able to talk very well. This is, this has been a long journey of just showing humility, shutting up, listen. When you're going to speak, stop for a second. Let me, let me think about how this is going to come across. And then, uh, okay, well, here's how I think. And being sensitive, right? Understanding the timing. We joked up a little bit about this in regards to timing is, is everything too. Understand who's in front of you understand their background and understand who's in front of you right now, because who who's in front of you right now might not be the same person. If it was yesterday or if it's a week from now. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and so now, and what I mean by that is let's say like, you know, somebody's cat dies, right? Well, that's something you typically share with your friends, you know, you, you, you and, and there you would say, well, my, my cat just died and you're sad. Um, but if the company in front of you is somebody who just lost their grandmother maybe don't talk about your cat right now. Right, You know what I mean? So it's like, it's one of those things where-
0: Reading the room. Read the room, right? (laughs) Right. Yeah,
1: exactly. My point being that whoever you're talking to, whether it's a person or it's people or whatever, uh, everything, that the dynamics is a moving target. And it's not meant to put you in a place to where you're walking on eggshells. It is meant to put you in a place to where we're always looking for opportunities to exercise compassion. Yeah. Because when you do that, you become very understanding. It slows the conversation down to a- not not slows the progression of it down, but slows it down and backs it up to a level to where you're both there for the same reason. And that's those are my most enlightening moments. Is when I, I get to speak to somebody whom I can genuinely identify with, not necessarily believe everything they believe, but I can identify with, and I get to get this whole fresh perspective of life because I'm seeing it through their eyes.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a in conversation. There's a, a good point you made, and I think with the story of the the grandparent dying versus the cat dying. It's a, it's, it's empathy, right? Yeah. Uh, to understand how to be empathetic towards people and understand, you know, we had that story about the day you're in my cube and and you didn't realize I was in a bad mood, and <laughs> oh, with me, right? Boy. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's understanding, reading the room, understanding the, you know, the mood somebody's in, right? Because if, if you try to get into conversation with somebody that's, that's in a in a terrible mood. Chances are, if if you're trying to get them to agree with you on something, they're going to be closed off, yeah. because they're already in in a, in a defense mechanism because they're in a bad mood or yeah. whatever, right? So you need to understand timing of of these these conversations, especially the difficult ones. Um, you you need to understand that you need to be empathetic. I see so many times where people are are more into the technical part of the conversation. I need to convey points X, Y, Z. And they really don't care how the person that they're going to give these points to is going to receive it. They right. just they just have to give it. They just have to give it to them. And they don't state it in a way, right, where they're being empathetic. And, and let's let's say you have to deliver a hard message to somebody, right? And and you, you don't just approach somebody and be like, "Look, what you're doing is terrible." <laughs> right yeah, because that's that's what's that going to do to that person they're immediately going to going to put themselves in a, a defense mechanism right. like you're, you're attacking me yeah i'm going to attack back or i'm going to flee right yep. it's f- fight or flight right so to include empathy in our conversations i think is super important and that's just humanizing right we need to remember we're all humans we have emotions and it's okay to understand that yeah when you're having conversations it's important to understand that i see far too many times where people just don't seem to care that, that somebody's going through something, mm-hmm. you know, and just like you said, it, it's just, it, it comes off as unempathetic. It, yeah.
1: The timing in, in, that's, that was a good way to put that too. And, and the timing is, is huge in, in that as well. And in that person, if you had to deliver, if you're saying, you know, you're doing a terrible job at this, it might be, you're actually right. I mean, that's, that is yeah. right. But there's a huge difference. And I've said, you know, me, I always say this, being right and doing the right thing have nothing to do with each other, nothing. And I'm not suggesting that you lie to that person, but there is a right way to approach that. Mm-hmm. Okay, they may have not delivered what they needed to deliver. And you might be saying, you blew it. You didn't deliver this. But there's a very good chance that that, that really wasn't the right thing at that moment. You know, Don't mm-hmm. do that. You know, don't do that. Yeah, that or, yeah, Or
0: or at least if you if you do feel like you have to deliver that news, you know, Try to, try to soften it. You don't sugar, don't sugarcoat it, but right. at least, at least show like, you know, look, I know this might be hard for you to hear, but you yeah. know, I need to deliver this message. I know, I know there's how you frame that. Anything you say with a, but you can always, I disagree What's coming that. next is going to be bad, but yeah. but there are, there are certain ways to, to do it to where you, you can get a point across without, you can still get that point across that, you know, they're not going to want to hear it, yeah. but then still be empathetic and be like, like show that you care, you know what I mean? Like if somebody's going to tell me I suck at something, if they tell me in a way where I can see they're telling me I suck, not because they want to get me upset about it because they actually care about me and they want me to do better. Yeah. Then I can handle that much better than them just saying, did you suck? You know what I mean? Like,
1: And that's, and that kind of leads into another good topic in regards to conversation is the ability to offer and receive criticism, right? There's, Mm. there's a right and wrong way to do that, I believe. And in, in, for example, let's, let's start about, let's, let's start with receiving criticism, right? Um, if you're asking for feedback, ask for feedback correctly. And Mm. if you're asking for feedback and there's only one answer you want, you're not ready for feedback, right? And and you see, this this has been poked fun at inside (laughs) TV shows and stuff like that. But if I... If I make a video and I, and I'm, I'm iffy about, okay. For example, I did a little piece in one of my old videos around the, the history of how the word, what LA actually is right in Minecraft I that. And I sent it to you. um If I, if I sent it to you because all they wanted to do, all they wanted was for you to come back and be like, dude, it was awesome. Well, I shouldn't send it to you. Right. right? But if I send it to you and I, and I'm saying, and I send it with, what do you think? If I send it with, what do you think? Well, I better be ready for anything. I better be, be okay with the fact that you, you might not like it. And I'm going to want to know why you don't like it, but I'm sending it to you because you do this art as well. I'm curious. What do you think yeah. I'm asking for your feedback, but if I'm sending it just so that you can come and just bloat my head and say, Oh, great job. And that's my only intent. That's not the right way to ask for feedback. And all that right. does is end up causing problems. And you see it. You ever had somebody ask for their feedback, you give it to them and then they argue with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like what? Are you arguing that that's not my feedback? That's yeah. my feedback.
0: I got a good story about this. You know, our good friend V mm-hmm. right? One of the nicest people on the planet. Yeah, he's awesome. Uh, to a fault. Okay. He does not like to, he does not like to give uh, constructive criticism, I guess we'll call it, or anything that could be considered constri- uh, criticism. So, but I value his, his opinion on things. And so do my peers. So tango our buddy Tango has realized if you're going to ask for feedback from B double O don't just say, Hey, I designed, I designed this, you know, what do you think of my base? You know? Mm. And and because B double O is a nice guy, he's going to be like, dude, you crushed it. That's amazing. Right? So instead, anytime Tango asks B double O for advice on something, he starts off with permission to be mean and that (laughs) opens the floor. Right? So, B-double-O, I'm giving you permission (laughs) to be mean to me. Yeah, yeah. Give me that constructive criticism or even criticism. Who cares? Uh, I want your honest opinion. You know, I'm allowing you to say mean things if you have to. Yeah. Because I want that. I want to get better. And I want you to tell me what part of this sucks. You know what I mean? Because if you just come back and say, dude, that looks awesome. Doesn't help me out, yeah. Especially when you're looking at an expert like like him for things like Minecraft builds. Yeah, you know, he's, yep. he's he's one of the masters out there. So, but he's such a nice guy. He doesn't like to say negative things. Yeah. So you have to tell him, please, please be negative on this. I'm looking for ways to improve it. Yeah. So I mean, there's always that example too. You know
1: that that that's interesting that you say that. So uh, one of my uh, roles at work is um, I'm a I'm a pretty. I'm a relatively accomplished writer, right? I'm not an author, but my ability to put words together on paper, especially with a little bit of thought, I feel I feel confident in my ability to persuade and, and to convey a message. And for that reason, I've become known as that guy, right? When it comes to writing big papers, writing abstracts, people write theirs, so they come to me for feedback. And when they do that, I always tell them, listen, I'm going to give you a lot of feedback on, I'm going to read through this. I'm going to tell you what what I think you should do. I'm going to likely tell you how to reconstruct certain things and approach. Sometimes it, I'm going to restructure your entire paper. And essentially what you get back, is going to be a lot of red. There's going to be more red letters than there were original letters you gave me. That's does not mean that I'm right. I tell them that all the time. I, I say, you don't have to take any of my advice. And if you take none of it, it's that's okay. This is just what I think you should do. Yeah. Well, there's one dude who comes to me and he is really good to the point to where if I ever write another one, I'm going to have him look at it, right? <laughs> he comes to me. He's like, dude, I know you're the best at this. Can you read through this? I go through his paper. There's like two red marks. Like, like you forgot a period here. Like, like not real stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And then I also tell him, I say, listen, I need you to understand. I actually did scrutinize this. I, I did. I scrutinized this. I don't need to put red for the sake of putting red. Yeah. This this paper's beautifully written. I I have nothing to add to it. And I'm very... Um, I'm I'm almost saying maybe take it to somebody else. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Cause I have, I have nothing to add to this. You're very good. And it, he, it was, he, and he, appreciated it. He did his thing several years go by and he does it again. Right. He, there's another paper and he sends it to me. And as I'm going through this, I'm like, God, this is just so beautiful. I have forgotten that it was the same guy because he did this for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what I wonder? And I go through my archives, I dig up his old paper from three years. And I'm like, it's the same guy. It's the same guy like this is like this. He just writes so well, you know, yeah. but that a lot of that's on the receiving. But there's something interesting about I don't know how to, how to put it, but I, I when I have friends and I love them, I only want the best for them. And when I was younger, I didn't wait for permission to get to give my feedback. Give advice, I was yeah. going to give it to you. Mm-hmm. Right, and this is when I was younger, and and I was just this is what you need to be doing, and most of the time I was probably right, but it doesn't matter that you're right. It doesn't matter. Sometimes people aren't ready to hear that, and mm-hmm. and just a, just the fact that you're right means nothing. And it was my wife, who was my girlfriend at the time. It was my it's my wife who was like, you know, sometimes people just want you to listen to them. They don't they don't need you to fix their problems. And I'm yeah. like, and I was, what did I do? I argued with her. Of course I did. <laughs> You know, I was, again, I was, I mean, she was, she was very wise, you know, and and we were still, I I must've been, I don't know, 20, I guess. And, and she said, you know, people just, they just want you to listen. And I said, no, no, I understand that. I said, but I, I, I love these people and I want what's best for them. She said, I understand that. And she goes, but they're not always ready to hear it. Sometimes people just want you to listen. And I let that sink in. And I was like, you know what? She actually has a good point. So I, I developed this. New approach to where when people are doing things that I was like this is so bad for you, I would typically say, can I offer something? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and you it, ask for yes. permission. Yes, I do. Advice, yeah. yeah, I ask. Can I offer something? And and sometimes every once in a while they're like no. You know, and and I'm like, okay, and that's fine. That's fine. And I'm like, I'm just here to listen. And sometimes I can't actually tell a difference if they want. And (laughs) so even with my own wife, there'll be times where she's telling me about her day, and and I'll be like, Do you want me to just listen, or do you want some feedback? And and she'll. And now we're at the point where nine times out of ten, she's like, No, I need you to tell me what to do here. (laughs) You know what I mean? But other times she's like, No, I'm just venting. I'm like, Hey, how about it? You know. But when you ask permission to offer feedback. It's, you're showing a, a humility there. You're not broadcasting. Well, I know better than you. Right? So yeah. Your boy, are you lucky? That's you bumped you into me. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. I think um, so. We're you know the art of communication is the subject right now, but I, it's it's it could easily be the art of listening. Yeah. Right. Because listening, I think, is the bigger part of conversation. And I'll be I'll be honest here. Like listening is not something I'm great at. You know, like a lot of times, and, and I'm, I'm sure I'm not alone. That's the only reason I'm going to bring this up. But a lot of times when you're having a back and forth with somebody, um, sometimes I will I will kind of tune out a little bit and start thinking before they're even done. How am I going to respond? Right. And I'm no longer listening. I'm just trying to build my next case. Yes, or whatever. Yeah, and it, right.
1: Yes, and you're thinking not how am I going to respond? How am I going to rebuttal? Right. That's yeah, and that's yeah. yeah,
0: and so that's a common pitfall that I fall into when it comes to conversations because. Um, Yeah. Like we just said, if you're not fully listening, you're not going to get the whole point. You're not being open minded and you're already trying to structure how to win. So anytime I start to kind of like zone out, somebody's still talking to me, I start to zone out and I start to think, what am I going to say next? Mm -hmm. You know, and obviously with us doing a podcast, we sit here and we converse back and forth for, you know, an hour almost each podcast I find myself still doing that, even though you and I have built such a rapport of mm-hmm. being able to go back and forth. And I think I, we've seen a lot of great comments about how people do really appreciate that we kind of allow each other to breathe and, and give you know, our thoughts and stuff. And, our, you know, our back and forth, we've we've danced, you know what I mean? Yeah. Conversation can be a dance, and, and we've learned how to dance a little bit. And I think that that comes across in the podcast. At least people have said so, which I appreciate. But I, even then, I still find myself getting sucked into situations where before you're even done... I'm thinking, oh darn! What am I get? Like, I better think of what's gonna I'm gonna say next, or else we're gonna have dead air or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so it, it's it's not easy. Like listening, the listening part of conversation is not easy. It takes practice, it takes patience, it takes open mindedness, it takes uh, being humble, being vulnerable. Like, it, there's a lot to it that you have to just get comfortable with yeah. to be a good listener.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're uh, you're and and when you when you uh... perfect that piece of it is when you, the world just opens up to, you know, there's a a team, you know, I lead a lot of teams at at work right now. Right. And we had to, we had to create something. I'm just going to say that we had to create a a certain feature of something. And I put a pitch out there and I'm, I'm the leader of this team. So what they thought was, okay, well, he's pitching this, this is what we're going to do. And I started to pick up on that because I pitched it and they're like, this is good, but there was a lot of quiet. And I said, some of you have a, have a better idea. I want to hear it. And and I said, guys, I'm pitching this. This is to get the conversation going. And they said, well, this seems good. And, but one of the key developers, who's she's very shy, but so talented. Um, I called her out specifically because I know what this girl's made of. And she pitched her idea <laughs> so much better. <laughs> and she pitched on how to move forward. And I must have processed it for two seconds. I said, yeah, that's better. That's objectively better. If, any, if nobody else has something, that's what we're doing. And it was that fast. And so what they saw was the air quotes leader of the team say, this is how I think we should do it. Their, their expertise and their, uh, their, their history led them to believe that I was saying, this is how we're doing it. Mm -hmm. And I pulled and pulled and said, let's, let's go. You guys have something better. You have to have something better. And I got something better. Can you imagine? I mean, you and I have had managers in the past who being wrong. Not on the table, right? And it's it, it
0: is, it, yeah, it's oh. almost like uh, their way of saying setting their authority, yes, right, It's
1: just to be right all the time. Yeah. It's yeah. like, no, that just makes you feel you look so uh, um, no, I don't, unconfident, but it's more than that. What's it when you're like really unconfident?
0: <laughs> what is it? <laughs> the words escaping me now, yeah, right now, too. yeah, it's uh, a word. that's what happens when we talk for an hour straight, yeah, but, um. Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna bug me now. And to, it's there's uh, well that's okay. It's called comment seeding in the content creation world. Yeah.
1: So <laughs> Yeah, you tell us what word you think yeah, we're thinking You guys
0: of. are helping the algorithm by, it! by giving us the word, so we'll we'll learn it in, in a in a week's time. Ugh. But <laughs> it'll come to you as I'm as I'm Yeah i lost my but i'm listening i'm gonna Uh, uh, oh yeah see now i derailed you yeah (laughs) yeah because now i can only think about the fact that i don't know that word yeah but (laughs) but anyway insecure insecure yeah there it is you gave everybody just enough time to leave that comment and hit all right thanks for the algorithm (laughs) we appreciate that they're very insecure Start it (laughs) right um oh yeah so it's it's that idea that so you're saying like okay you have a manager or whatever that's that's my way or the highway, I'm, I'm the only one that can be right. I'm not going to listen to my team. And if you think about it, what that means is, okay, say you had a team of 10 people, right? And you're the manager. That's 10 other brains, 10 other perspectives uh, that could be working to, to with you, yep. right? Yep. Not against you. Because no. that's the thing. It's like, back to, it's not a fight. No. It, they're working with you, especially if you're a team at work. And why not leverage that? Be, because you're insecure and you're unwilling to drop your walls and... And, and all that, like, this is something I've realized as a content creator, too, because now I'm streaming to thousands of people. And I realized, I realized, you know what, I'm, I might struggle to come up with an idea for what I want to do with my content, you know, like what I want to do for my next episode of Hermacraft or whatever. But if I go stream to 3000 people, and, and I say, Hey, guys, what do you think? And I just take a minute to read chat, and and like really listen and really think about some of their ideas. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Next thing you know, I have a slew of amazing yeah. ideas because I've allowed myself to be humble, vulnerable, admit I'm stuck. I need help. I have a creative block happening. Right. And you guys can help me. You can work with me. And they love it. Yeah, They love good. the ability. And now I got all this brain trust yeah. to, to help me out. And, and all I did was be willing to listen. Yeah. Be willing to put myself out there. And say I don't know something. I I'm I need your help, right? Yeah. And allow them to help. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I've done
1: that, and I always and I always say the same thing when I you know like when I was I've done a I'm doing a video, and I'll say like you know leave leave your uh, suggestions in the comment. I might take them. I might not.
0: You know yeah. it's mean? one of those things. Yeah. Like just do it. That's the other thing too is like because I'm a people pleaser when yeah. people say something and I don't agree, I'm just like. Yeah, I'm skipping past that one. (laughs) I I don't want people to feel bad because, you know, they do. There is that saying, like, there's no such thing as a bad idea. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's what people do, you know, and that's great. You know, just like be willing to just throw your uh, initial thoughts out, you know, Yeah. but also be prepared to, to, to accept that it might not be good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: There is such a thing as a bad idea. The problem is it's the sentence needs to go. There is such a thing as a bad idea and that's okay. I want to hear anyway. Yeah. I want to hear him anyway. Yeah. It doesn't have the say yeah. ring.
0: Dude. That's better. Yeah. If yeah. you
1: give an idea and we're able to debunk that like within seconds and it's so obvious on why it wasn't going to work, that's okay. Well, I'll yeah. move on and you'll move on too. Yeah. I
0: think, <laughs> I think the, the kind of connotation behind there's no such thing as a bad ideas" the fact that at least if you try to speak up or whatever, like you, like you said, when you threw it out to your team, you know, this is my idea. And then they weren't speaking. Yeah. Right. Even if somebody spoke up and had a bad idea right away, at least I got the wheels turning, the ball rolling, yeah, right. And that's the idea is like, yeah, you're not just gonna go with the bad idea, but at least then you've started the conversation. Yeah, you've, you've opened the doors. There you go, right? That's so good. I think that's kind of the connotation behind it. That makes sense. But
1: oh, you really, I think you hit on something big. It's the art of conversation, but it really is almost the art of listening. Listening, and, and I yeah. and I think listening is is so much. It's it's such a big. Portion of what proper conversation is. And I think, and and I actually am going to issue a little challenge here. I I hope that's okay.
0: Um, Three-step challenge? Yeah, no, this is just gonna be
1: just a small challenge is to, I think everybody and myself included um, can learn from this, is that the next time you find yourself into what can classically be categorized as a debate, if you will, and you found yourself in a space where you're having an argument with somebody, um, do your thing, you know, but- Hold on for a second and, and push yourself to see how deeply can I identify with this person? Mm-hmm. They have a point and I just cannot see on how they can see uh, how they could believe this. Yeah. I'm going to try, I'm going to try to see how they see it like this. And I think what's yeah. going to end up happening is you, you might be able to pull it off and you, but you might not. And if you don't, that's okay too. What's important is that you tried, but I'm willing to bet what's going to end up coming out of the other side of that coin is is you're going to get a whole fresh perspective that you might not agree with, but it's going to invite a whole lot of more data into your mind in regards to how you now process things. Mm-hmm. You're going to realize, and what's going to also happen is the person you're talking to, they're not going to even know why, but they're going to really enjoy your company at that time. Yeah. They're going to real, they're, they're just all, they're going to open up more yeah. and you can say things like, you know what? I might not see eye to eye on that, but I, I can see where you're coming from on that. There, there. That could have legs. You yeah. know what I mean? There, there could be some promise there. And, and that's when they're going to be like, whoa, did, did I just win? And, and they're probably going to think, oh, I don't, I wasn't, well, he's not trying to win. You know what I mean? And that's, what's going to end up happening. Challenge yourself, find an opportunity and pull the trigger on that.
0: Yeah. I think the important part of that that might help is, is to really just try to find the, try to understand that people are, are trying to be them, their best selves. Yeah. Right. And they're, and they're only offering um, their perspective and that's what that is. And so if you're willing to ask those questions, the whys, why do you feel this way? Why do you think this way? What led you t- to this space to where this is your opinion? And then you actually digest that properly mm-hmm. and allow your walls to come down. You could gain such a profound perspective on whatever it is you're talking about. Yeah. And make that even the more important part is make that connection that you're talking yeah. about. And people will people will want to be around you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's not a constant fight. It's, it's, it's understanding. It's being human. Yeah. So uh, be more human be more human there
1: it is yeah. be more human it is. It, it, it's it discover more about yourself and your ability to connect with another human it, it, yeah. it makes the connection so much more enjoyable and and that's so much more I mean. enriching too you just end yeah. up getting smarter getting different perspectives it's it's it opens up so very many doors when you just stop slamming yours shut it just opens up so many so give it a go yeah.
0: that's that's what it is that's what it is I'd love to hear um I'd love to hear you know I love when people listen to these podcasts and and they come back and they say, you know, I listened to the podcast. Here's what I've done differently since it, right? Especially when you issue your challenges. We'd love to hear those stories. So please, yeah. if, if this somehow impacted you in any way, feel free, leave it in the comments, leave a, wherever you can on the podcast platforms. Do your thing. We want to hear from you guys and see um, if this resonated at all, but I really enjoyed this conversation. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> this was this was a conversation.
1: I was gonna try to find a fun way to start an argument with you at the very end of it, but I'm not going to
0: <laughs> <laughs> this was I mean this is a little bit of a deeper podcast today. You yeah. know, a little uh yeah we got we got deep. But yeah.
1: that's that's good. Sometimes we do that. That's good. Yeah. I mean
0: that's the reason why we started this podcast. We felt like we had some perspective to offer. Yeah. And so hopefully uh it resonates. So yeah. I think we're done.
1: All right, man. I'll see you next time. Yeah.
0: See you later.